Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Movie Council podcast. I'm Tim Sherry. I am your host. I am back. We are back. My boys, my bros, we are talking movies again tonight. We're all excited, ready to go, because tonight is season two, episode five. It's badness, madness, round of 32, motherfuckers. Let's go. What? What? I, if you, could, right. if you that, guys could that's tell, my line i know if you guys couldn't tell i am amped for this tonight we have badness madness back this week we have uh 16 matchups to get through 32 villains hopefully we can get through them all in a relative short time period um before we get going tonight i will just very very briefly go through the rules again uh just because i think tonight we might have some uh two to two ties uh as far as the hosts go and our votes and um I'll get into what that means in just a few minutes, but of course we have to do our introductions. Let me kick it on oh, off yeah. with my boy, my co-founder, my COO, the hotshot banker, Mr. Andrew Sherry. What's going on tonight, kid? How are you? I'm doing good. I had a really nice Thanksgiving with three quarters of the movie council. Yeah. yeah. In attendance. Yeah. That was really good. We did talk a lot of shop, which was fun. <laughs> yeah, and by I, shop, I, and by shop, I mean this. <laughs> yeah, I did warn the rest of the family that at some point it was going to break down into just a giant movie council conversation, which it did, <laughs> of course. Uh, Inevitably. So that, so that was really fun. It was a great time. I had a blast. Uh, so you you looking forward to Badness Madness tonight, AJ? Absolutely. Um, yeah, this is going to be a really interesting night as, uh, you know, we've trimmed down. Mm, to some really time. good and we got some really interesting uh conversations yeah. and probably some heated conversations yeah. i would imagine tonight so yeah, that should gonna, be really good we got some some legitimate heavyweight title fights tonight it's gonna be it's gonna be a real good one uh and of course let's talk to my boy my big bro my social media mogul the handsome sexy chief boy toy dan sherry what's up man what is going on it is, uh, yeah, the day after Thanksgiving for us. You guys will hear this next week. But, uh, yeah, Thanksgiving was great. I had a good time. Like I said, we, it, yeah, a lot of time uh, talking about the movie council. So, yeah, yep. it, it, it was fun. And uh, I am really looking forward to tonight's episode. I think Badness Madness is, uh, it, I think we're on to something here. This is super Brilliant. fun. I think it's great. I can't wait to get all the way to the end. This is awesome. Yeah, we've had a lot of positive reviews from this. A lot of people who uh, who have listened have reached out to me. They love the concept. So like we've talked about before, we'll probably do this with some other stuff in the future. Just because it's fucking cool. And everyone yeah. likes a goddamn tournament. I do. Absolutely. So uh, without further ado, let's go to one of the my my favorite things everybody yes. loves. Here we go, we baby. We all love it. You guys ready? Let's it. swing it on down to Charlotte. We're yes. going to talk to my boy, my head of security, my art director, the director colored pencils or some shit like that. The sexy, handsome, sultry, Southern gentleman, 
Mr. Marky Bondurant. What's up, man? Not much, Tim. I appreciate that. Once again, <laughs> thanks for that intro. <laughs> it's always great to hear all these nice words. Yeah, um, I'm clearly a big fan. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a little bit uh, jealous that I didn't get to, you know, see you guys in person over Thanksgiving and uh, talk about the Movie Council podcast in person. That would have been fun. You know, I have been telling some people, though, that I've been running into friends and family lately about the podcast and they're like, so what's it about? And then I find myself just describing to them more times than not about the badness, madness <laughs> matchups <laughs> that we're doing. So I'm like, so there's like this bracket that we've been working on. <laughs> and so I think you're right. This is like the most fun that I've had with the podcast, I think. And I'd like to, once this tournament is done, I'd like to do another one with uh, some other, you know, some other sort of genre. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah you, we, we could actually we'll, we'll we'll brainstorm on that uh, pretty yeah, soon. We'll come up. This come up with something. yeah, it's definitely here to stay. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So before we uh, get into badness, madness, there's a couple of things I want to go over real quick. I have some some good news and I got some bad news. Um, the good news, I, I just want to just uh, give you guys a brief uh, brief look behind the curtain into my life is that okay just a quick personal okay, yeah. moment for you guys mm -hmm. i had a really great day well great moment today because i was going through some things and i was doing some cleaning and i found a 50 dollars GameStop gift card right what yeah okay. i don't and i don't really play what? video games for the most part so i'm like what am i gonna do with this thing and then i remembered um, realitykings.com you can buy subscriptions <laughs> with gift cards so I got a free basically a free 58 days on reality kings today <laughs> for a gift card that I didn't even know that I had in fact DP what I think is I probably bought that thing for your fucking kid last Christmas and then at one point went eh, fuck that guy I'm not bringing it to him yeah. and now I get 58 days of reality king so I had a very nice uh, a very, very nice afternoon uh, a very nice evening as well and uh, Mark, you got a question about that? No, no, I do have a question. don't know. Let me ask it. Yeah. So, Reality Kings is a uh, porn producer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. That, that's pornography. So let I, me get this uh, straight. You yeah. you use a video game gift card. Correct. That you were somehow able to turn into uh, porn dollars. That's exact. That is you, you described it exactly yeah. to okay. what i did yeah just wanted to make sure i was uh i can see why correctly. you're happy that's, that's yeah that's I'm a like, baller move <laughs> yeah can you guys tell that i'm super relaxed tonight cost like, you less than a dollar cost you less than a dollar a day it's lovely 58 <laughs> days i mean god i'm gonna turn off all the dating apps anyways um so so that's the good news i had a very nice day because of that uh but <laughs> fortunately for one of us here on the uh, movie council podcast someone is about to have a little bit of a bad day um oh boy because i got a memo uh mark you might want to listen up here i got a memo this morning from hr and uh marky it is concerning you uh believe it or not it's about Mr. goddamn time yeah you have been cited by human resources let me let Shit. me just tell you what's going on here okay um so this was for, from heidi burkhardt our hr director Personal and confidential memo, Marky Bondurant, you know, all of us, we're all, we, we're all involved. Personal and confidential, so we will read I, it on air. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. So everyone can hear it. Uh, so here we go. As we discussed previously, the movie council is committed, you know, that, that whole thing, you know, she does that. Boilerplate, blah, blah, blah. Right, exactly. Here we go. So uh, I'm very pleased with the beginning of this because it says, in listening to your recent podcast, Timmy, uh, again, not many people I allow on the planet to call me that, but she does. Uh, Timmy, you have controlled your language and not been utilizing the quote 
cunt word as often. <laughs> you continue to use, quote, she can get it, but this is not as offensive. I agree with that. She's absolutely right. <laughs> All right. So now to get to this week's memo. Marky, I received a complaint that you were bringing weapons to work, which is creating a hostile work environment for your colleagues. I have not seen you bring these weapons to work, but the anonymous complaint stated you bring a knife to work and at times point at your colleagues with said knife which he's doing right now. They at this time are feeling threatened. Although you are 600 miles away. I'm going to ask you not to bring the weapons to work while working on the podcast. It does pain me to discuss with you because uh, you, but do feel confident that you will correct the behavior immediately. I also know there are two sides to every story. So I'm happy to discuss this possible misunderstanding your colleagues may be experiencing and realize it could not threaten or harm any of your coworkers. Now, by the way, uh, this was an anonymous complaint. She just told him that it was his colleagues that did it. So that was, <laughs> that was really fucked up, Heidi. Thank you so much. Um, I've left the policy violations below and added any new violations. I'm, again, I'm happy to join the podcast, you know, whatever, whatever. Uh, Marky, you have violated HR code 1.13. It's a code of behavior policy, uh, specifically threatening a coworker with a weapon and creating a hostile work environment. Now, she ends this memo by saying, again, this behavior is particularly concerning since your colleagues are feeling threatened by your behavior. Again, there goes the anonymity. Reminder, you are a leader in this organization and you need to lead by example and maintain a safe and healthy working environment. You have always been the employee I ask others to model after. I feel confident you can improve as I know you all so well. As always, I appreciate all your hard work and delivering an amazing podcast week to week. So, Marky, um, here's the thing. <laughs> you, you, you popped your cherry. You popped your cherry. It's okay. It happens. <laughs> Um, you're officially a bad boy now marky that's it you you uh you're yep. welcome yep you have you have a file now uh can i dispute uh this, you can you can this you, violation you can okay. uh, not with me which not one of you me. fuckers ratted on me <laughs> i swear to god i'm gonna take this knife i'm gonna put it in between your ribs i'm gonna twist until it comes out yeah 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 we're gonna get to bill yeah. cutting pretty soon in this so uh marky you really have a lot of knife knife work to talk about Stab but... a man here and here <laughs> and here so now we've all officially been written up by hr that's right uh, that's, it's about is, time is, the golden yeah. boy yeah. feels the axe finally it was it was bound to happen it was absolutely bound to happen yeah. so uh, i'm happy you especially got when we system. make it happen yeah. Oh, yeah. I completely. With, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was uh, just our so fake just to really take the our fake HR right, especially when we when we tattle on you. <laughs> yeah. If we're gonna be more specific, it was me specifically that that, that started this. Uh, I did start this bonfire. I'm not gonna lie. You know, I uh, I'm sorry. W. I'm sorry. I thought, I, I'm scared. I'm no. Okay. Um, all right. Mail yeah. you a, a horse head, and it's gonna show up <laughs> in your bed. <laughs> Because I can't drop it off. It's too far of a drive. That's yeah, it's a hike. I'm gonna Amazon it. Yeah, I am. I, I did like that she threw in that subtle barb about you being 600 miles away and we shouldn't feel threatened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, there there are airlines that can get you here on the ready. You're like yeah, hey, there's uh there's a, a daily shuttle from Boston to Charlotte. There you go, and you could yeah. come here and stab me or us, yeah. all of us. All right, uh, are you guys ready ready to do badness badness? Hell yeah! All right. So very, very quick, uh, if, if any of you haven't listened to uh, any of the other two Badness Madness episodes, let me just quickly run through the rules. We are doing a Villains uh, March Madness style tournament. So it was 64 Villains. Uh, we have gotten through the first round, so we're down to 32. We have four different categories, sci-fi fantasy, realistic action, biographical slash period pieces, and comedy. Okay got eight left in each category we're going to go through these 16 matchups tonight we're going to will this down to our what did we decide we were calling the sweet 16 the uh, sour 16 sour 16 yeah sinister right. 16 
What a shitty 16. I'll go fuck myself. Bunch of cunts. Right. So, 16. Yeah, right. There we are. Okay, good. <laughs> 16, 16 after this episode. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, basically what we do is we go around. Uh, I, we, I, I announced the matchup. We go around. We all put in our vote. If it is either three to one or four to nothing that uh, it votes, the, that villain moves on to the next round. If it is a two to two split, then we go to overtime. This hasn't happened yet. And I have a feeling it might happen tonight. We yeah. have a two, two split and we can't hash it out. Uh, we will try to hash it out, but if we can't, it will go to overtime, which we will let our, our social media uh, put in votes, cast their votes to see who will move on to the next round. And then we'll announce next week who those winners are. Uh, so I think without further ado, guys, you, anything else you want to say? Uh, ready? All right. I'm ready to fucking go. Let's, Let's do, do this. It. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm amped, baby. Let's go. All right. So we are kicking this off tonight in the sci-fi fantasy bracket. We're going through the whole round, though. This we're time, go- right? Yeah, we're gonna, sure. we're gonna we're gonna try to do everything. Like I said, uh, when we first kicked off, if these arguments go long, I don't know. We might have to hold off and do some more in a couple of weeks, but we'll we'll see what happens. I feel confident we can get through this. Okay, sweet. Let's we go. are we are kicking off tonight in the sci-fi fantasy bracket. All right, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna go right down the line. All right, I'm gonna. I know you guys all have your brackets in hand. Yep, uh, yes, we I'm, do. Are gonna go. Marky probably doesn't, but we're gonna. Oh, oh right, here <laughs> Oh, sorry, see buddy. The, see all the doodles on it? I've been like, <laughs> it's all ragged. I've been cutting on it with my knife and shit. Yeah, well. Yeah, he still hasn't put the knife away, by the way. Just, yeah. just no, it's staying open. For point of reference, but um and Tim has a samurai sword too. So I mean <laughs> yeah, yeah I had Randy honest. Jackson sign it actually. So uh, all right, so I would have done the same thing. Yeah, right. Why would he have the, why would he have the samurai sword at the mall? Anyway, yeah, so, okay, all right, all right. I have Randy, Randy Jackson sign for the martial arts art. Yeah. Well, okay, let's go. Enough. Right? <clears throat> so we're starting off in the sci-fi fantasy bracket. I'm going to go right down the list. We're going to go right in order, okay? So our first matchup tonight is the number one rank. Darth Vader taking on the number eight, Michael Myers. I want to kick this one off with DP. How do you feel about this matchup? Oh, yeah. To me, it's not even close. Darth Vader all day. I mean, to, to be honest, for me, Darth Vader is the favorite to win the whole thing. Okay. I mean, like I said, some of the greatest at least for me, the greatest movies ever made, those Star Wars movies, all about Darth Vader. And he's, like, his arc is so amazing. It's this, yeah. We'll talk about him more later on in the tournament, so I'll leave it at that. Darth Vader, for sure, wins this. Marky, do you agree with that? Yeah, I'm going to be Camp DP whenever it comes to some of these, uh, mostly when it comes to, like, this uh, Star Wars and sci-fi stuff. It's going to be Darth Vader. I don't think I need to really ex- expand on why so we can move along from me. Uh, AJ, yeah. what do you think? Um, <clears throat> well, I did uh, uh, talk a couple weeks ago about seeing that remake for Halloween. Yeah, and compelling argument, <clears throat> by the way. I really, I, really, I really love Mike Myers. I just wanted to give him his last moment in the sun because it's Vader for me. Yeah. I just think, to GP's point, he could win the whole thing and and you know it's going to take a lot to knock him off so yeah. for me it's vader yeah so it is a wrap but i will say um i do love michael myers too he had a spirited matchup last week with uh, jason Voorhees that he came through on i think he absolutely deserved to move on to the next round i think he's a great minor villain. minor upset by the way yeah but yeah. he just ran into an absolute juggernaut in in darth vader and that happens yeah. that happens in these types of tournaments so uh great work from michael myers but he's just he, sorry 
Yeah, yeah. Vader You're is up just against too Vader, baby. They're not, yeah. not, oh, not going to pull a villain over over Georgetown. Just there we go. <laughs> Christ on a crutch. All right. Um, all right. So we got we got one out of the way. Look at that. Right out of the shoot, we got one down. All right. Next matchup. This is going to be the number four. Wicked Witch of the West taking on the Xenomorph from Alien. Now, the, Z- the Xenomorph, uh, that was a, a pretty big upset in round one. He was a, uh, a 12th. And he beat the T-1000 from Terminator, the 5C. So that was a huge win in the first round. And uh, he's got he's taken on a, a classic villain in the Wicked Witch of the West. AJ, what do you think about this one? Um, well, I think this one is super close. So when the one when, with the ones that I saw that was super close, I decided to myself that I was going to always pick the one that left the biggest imprint on me when I saw the Either they scared the, me the most or... You know they were just the most villainous. So for me, I'm 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 upset minded right now. Xenomorphs, my pick. Okay. Wow. All right. Um, DP. Man, this is a really really tough one. Because you know, like the for her one movie, The Wicked Witch of the West was like the ultimate villain. She was such a great, you know, bad guy and sending the flying monkeys after Dorothy. But yet the Xenomorph just had movie after movie after movie of being terrifying. Fuck, this one's hard. I don't know, man. You know what? Uh, Just because Andy went Xenomorph, I'm going to go Wicked Witch of the West so I can let you guys decide this one because I can't decide. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to ask Mark. You have a feeling I already know where Marky's going with this. So um, talk to me, Marky. What do you like in this one? Who do you like? Yeah, um, I think you you guessed it. I'm going to lean towards the Xenomorph, um, where the Wicked Witch of the West is a nasty bitch, and she's creepy and maniacal and, you know, leaves a lasting impression on you. One of you guys... I can't remember exactly what you said, but in the previous episode when we were talking about her, one of you guys brought up how you still see like her green face in your nightmares or something. Yeah, but oh, I feel yeah. like I feel like it's because we did see that movie when we were kids, right? And so like it leaves like a lasting impression on on you. Um, where truly, I think the Xenomorph, the alien, is just the nastier villain, the nastier bad guy. Actually, I'll, so, can I weigh in real quick? Sure. The fact that the Wicked Witch of the West was defeated by a bucket of water. <laughs> a knock, it's a knock. Uh, you know what? Her. God, now maybe I'm going to change my vote. That's well, DP. Let, let me just cut you off. Real quick All right, go ahead. Because you you don't have to. Because you, you're um, going xenomorph. I am. I am. Um, All right. And, okay. and literally, Ooh, I thought um, you were leaning witch last I night. I was. I was actually. But Marky actually just made a really compelling argument. Um, and DP, you you made a good point too. And granted, yeah, villains back. You know. 90 fucking years ago, wherever the hell it was, it was much easier to defeat them back then, you know, you know, because of advances in technology. But if you actually look at um, the Xenomorph, when the fuck did Alien come out? 78? 79? 79. 79. 79. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like it was like current day stuff. And uh, he still ends up being and the more sinister, up. the crazier, yeah. the smarter. He has her beat in every villain category in my mind. So DP, I'm going to take you off the hook. As much as I'd love to send this thing to overtime, it's not not this one. Xenomorph, right. the twelve Xenomorph. seed, is wow. into the sweet into the Moving sour sixteen. On to the sour sixteen. I like the I sinister just, sixteen. 
I like Finisher 16? I kind of yeah. like that one. I like, I like yeah. the shitty 16. The shitty yeah. 16 is not bad. I either. like a bunch of cunts, actually. That was probably my favorite of all the. Ooh, <laughs> you said the C word. Oh, come oh, on. Here comes a write up, start. baby. He's just trying to take the heat off himself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start ratting on you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, honestly, the if you watch those movies back to back, which villain are you more. You know, worried about. I guess if you were, yeah, man. yeah, Xenomorph. It's not even close. Yeah, honestly. yeah. So, um, okay, all right. So we got that. Get two down. All right. Here we go. Here we go, baby. Here we go. Woo-hoo. Here we go. This one. This there, there's going to be a problem on this one. All right. Oh, yeah. So we have the number three Agent Smith from the Matrix franchise taking on. To be fair, probably uh, you know maybe a seed should have been a little higher. Number 11, Thanos from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, Thanos upset Freddy Krueger, the sixth seed in the first round. Uh, And that had a lot to do with the fact that AJ had never seen anything with Thanos in it and he couldn't weigh in. However, AJ had watched, what did you watch today, Infinity War? Watched Infinity War today. All right, then tell me. Oh, wow. Good for you. Who wins this one, Agent Smith or Thanos? (laughs) Wait, can I just say real quick? Andy only watched Infinity War so he could vote against Thanos. Correct. So, Correct. Let's Correct. be honest. Correct. True. Just, I mean, but Correct. It's, he he pl- he played he played the system. So yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, look, it's not look, illegal. I made the, I, I made the effort. I, I sat through that 150 minutes worth of. Let's not get into that amazing list. Yeah. All okay. right. So here goes. All right. I just think it's obviously Smith for me, but. He's just like the better foil for the protagonist. Like Thanos was like fighting everybody, like the world, right? Like I just liked all fact. Like Smith was just a better character for me. Thanos's like presence was more intimidating or whatever, but the character of Smith to me was just so he stole so many of the scenes in all three of those films, just his mm-hmm. character alone. Okay. So for me, I thought, first of all, I thought Infinity War was, was a garbled mess. Like, there was way too much going on. They were jumping, like, like three, diff- four different groups of people they're following. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I lost track of it at one point. I was like, what, where, how did Iron Man get here? Like, what do we, and how did he, yeah. how did he end up with the Guardians of the Galaxy or whoever they were? Like, how did he end up with, the, like, I was just lost. Yeah. So, Thanos, uh, to, 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 to his credit, is he's an imposing, and he's got like, you know, universe destroying plans. Like he's, he's, you know, he's out for like to destroy the universe. So, so he's he's certainly ambitious. But I just yeah. for me, it's Smith. Okay. All right. So that's one for Agent Smith. AJ, let me piggyback off you, and this is going to be no shock. Uh, we've had some internal discussions about this matchup, and we have a feeling we know this one where this one's going. Um, Look, I echo everything AJ said. Thanos is a very, very good villain. But for me, Agent Smith, I said it in the last uh, podcast where we talked about him. He's just this fucking guy that just will not go away. And every time you think you killed him, he just turns into someone else. And he just keep, he haunted Neo for three goddamn movies. And he just was relentless. Uh, I love Agent Smith. I'm taking him over Thanos. You know what's great about Smith too? His character was so consistent throughout the three movies too. Yes, like he was extremely. Is it he, right? His 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 um, you know, his whole arc. Yeah, his yeah, goal was it, pretty specific. His goal was was yeah, and he never wavered. Okay, um, so DP. Yeah, uh, I love Agent Smith. 
I, I think he is a great villain. And, you know, but I wasn't a huge fan of Reloaded and Revolution. But the original Matrix movie is still one of my top movies. I love it. And I think Agent Smith is awesome. However, Thanos, as a villain, it's just like he commanded so much respect throughout, like, you know, the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. And he fucking won. Like, he set out for his goal and he completed his goal and wiped out half of the universe. So as far as villains go, he's the most badass and he gets my vote. All right. um, Two to one. Marky. It's up to you, man. Is this going to overtime? It is. Yeah. Um, yes, sir. Um, as, as much as I like Agent Smith, I think it's going to have to go to Thanos in my mind. Um, to add on to what DP was saying, the guy, he, I mean, he, he does have an army, but the Avengers, like, they're there as a collective to defeat him, and they all come together to defeat him. And in multiple installments, they can't. You know, in some... And some of these lineups we've discussed, um, like which character this is, you know, like Keith Ledger's Joker, you know what I mean? And um, uh, who else? Um, well, there's not like a whole bunch of, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like, some of these, like, like Magneto, there's a couple of Magnetos, yes. there's a couple of like yes. Luthers, yeah, so, a couple of so, Jokers. As far as I know, the Thanos character we only have josh brolin's yeah. uh, version in film but you know there's, there's much multiple comic instances and uh he's always just been a huge a huge problem for everybody <laughs> it's just yeah. you, you yeah. can't he, no one can get rid of him where agent smith is great but he's neo's problem um and ends up being the whole owner of the matrix i guess but yeah, but Marky, he's hold on. He's Neo's problem, but Neo is on the whole is is, is his goal is to save the human race. Right. Yeah. Right. He's the hero of the world. So yeah, it is just one, but the the stakes are huge. And what is Agent Smith's endgame? Just to <clears throat> protect like, the Matrix, right? Yeah, he had a job. Yeah, that's his job. Okay. Yes, he had the singular goal, basically. Oh, yeah. at, at the Just end, protecting he, he, the matrix. At the end, he ends up being like it only ends up being him, right? Like, where, where he's there's there's like a billion Agent Smiths, right? Um, in any case, without going too far down that rabbit hole, I think Thanos yeah, yeah. should win that. So normally, what I would suggest in this scenario is that um, one person from each side tries to sway the other side. But I have a feeling that's going to be useless here. I don't think either. I can tell you right now, neither one of you are going to sway me off of Thanos. Uh, for, yeah, uh, you guys are going to sway me. And I'm not going to sway you guys. So, so yeah, this shit's going right. to overtime. Yep. AJ, we called yeah. it. This shit's going Twitter to overtime. It's going to decide this one. All right. And you guys can tell me. I mean, I, I, I usually, so, when, I, when I put up shit, uh, movie council shit on my personal Facebook, I usually get some action. So if you want me to do it, let me know. All right. Yeah. I, I think yeah, you should put it up on Facebook and Movie Council. Uh, we'll put it on Twitter. I'll retweet it. Everyone retweets it. We'll get as much uh, interaction with it as possible. And, and we have followers on Instagram. Should we pop it up? Yeah, well, we'll put it up on Instagram as well. 
Yep. All right. And, then, and uh, you know, the, your response is either Smith or Thanos. That's yep. And then uh, at the beginning of next week's show, we'll we'll reveal the winners, and then um, and we'll we'll take a segment just to do that before we move into what we're doing next week. So, all right, there it is. Groundbreaking shit, boys. Oh, right. and, and we OT matchup, and we have two weeks. So, yes, mm-hmm. people to vote. Yeah, so. Plenty of time. So, um, all right. So now we have our final matchup in the uh, sci-fi fantasy round. We have the Joker Ledger, the Heath Mm -hmm. Ledger Joker, number two seed, taking on the Arnold Terminator, the number seven seed. Um, Let me start this one. Um, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. The Heath Joker, uh, Heath Ledger Joker. I know we're talking about um, we're talking about the villain himself, not the actor or the movie or anything like that. I get it. But for me, the Ledger performance on Joker is one of the most captivating things I've ever seen in my life. But aren't we talking about the actor and the performance? Because there are multiple Jokers in this bracket. Right. It's right, but it's 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 kind of a secondary thing. We're just talking about the specific character and what he brings to the table. And now, but what I'm saying is the performance from Ledger and the way he portrayed version of the Joker, what he brings to the table, fucking terrifying. Yeah. Um. And and I love Arnold. I love Arnold. Our girl Rachel sent us the Instagram message about about Arnold. He is an amazing villain. Uh, DP, you made it. I'll, I'm sorry to steal your thunder, but you brought it up last time how he was such a good villain that they had to make him the hero for the second Terminator. That's huge. It's yeah. massive. Yeah. With all that being said, Joker still wins this one for me. Uh, Marky, what do you think? Yeah, I, I, I very much appreciated the uh, fan mail that we got that, uh, you know, supported the Terminator. And that was a very compelling argument. But there's something to be said about the just Heath Ledger. I think you were touching on that, TW. It's, it's like his he's captivating, like mm-hmm. as an actor in that role. He is such an evil, sadistic, psychopathic character. But Heath Ledger is so captivating when he plays that character that it's a, a train wreck that you can't look away from. And he's also a mastermind. I mean, you know, on top of him being all these terrible, nasty, violent things, he is also very intelligent. And, um, you know, I know we're not supposed to be pitting these guys against each other, but if he did, I think the Joker would beat the Terminator. He'd figure out a way to do it. (laughs) Right. Right? (laughs) Uh, AJ, do you agree? I agree. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, rehash. I agree with everything you guys are saying. And the Joker is my pick. He's Ledger's Joker. Um, I mean, the guy basically killed himself for this role, right? I mean, essentially, when you really think about it, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he posthumously won an Oscar for it. I just, I just don't know how you pick the Terminator over Heath Ledger's Joker, as as iconic as Arnold was in the role. And to DP's point a couple of weeks ago, yes, he, they turned him into the good guy. That's how po- well he was received and popular that movie was. Um, and the second movie was way better than the first movie. Oh, so like, second movie, wild. They, they, they end up making so like five more of them. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, which I think kind of works against Arnold in this argument. Like he was <laughs> better in the second movie as the good guy. So, <laughs> sure. So it's Joker for me. All right, DP, it is a wrap, but uh, do you have any final comments before we move on to the next bracket? Um. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll just leave it at this. Uh, I think it's Alfred who has that line. 
Yeah, some people just want to watch the world burn. Yeah. And the Joker is that guy that just wants to watch the world burn and... For that reason, he gets my vote. This is yeah, he mm. takes all he takes all of the the the, the gangsters' money and just burns it. Burn, that's yeah. a mountain. That's, a, that's an iconic about scene. Anything but chaos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. a pyramid of cash yeah. Yeah. that he sets um, on fire. All right, yeah. boys. So look at that. We are it's it. We we relatively quickly uh, work through those. We're a quarter of the way through this thing. I, I have high hopes that we can do this. Okay. So uh, if I you guys are good. It. Should we just keep going? Yeah, you want to do All a right. quick recap? So we'll yeah, yeah, have, yeah, absolutely. Uh, right. It's Darth Vader's going to take on the Xenomorph, <laughs> which, Jesus Christ, what a great matchup. Yeah. I and think then, there has been some fan fiction of Darth Vader versus the alien before I, in comic books. You're absolutely Guarantee right. there has yeah. been. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then we don't know the other one. We're going to have to wait and find out. Yeah. Uh, by our next podcast, we should have the answer. We're going to put it out on social media. But the winner of Thanos and Agent Smith will take on Heath Ledger's Joker. So yeah. that's going to be a great fucking sinister shit, cunt 16, whatever. Yeah, whatever it was. It was <laughs> one of those. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, that's a good start here, boys. Let's move on to our next bracket realistic action. Let's get right into it. We are going to take the number one seed. Hannibal Lecter, a huge favorite in this in this uh, in this uh, tournament, taking on the number nine John Doe, Kevin Spacey from Seven. Uh, DP thoughts, feelings, emotions. Ah, boy, this is a tough one for me. But I tell you what, I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna go with John Doe here. I love Hannibal Lecter, but uh, the fact that he kind of you know. It, like helps Clarice catch the bad guy. It sort of makes him a good guy. And John Doe is just a fucking lunatic. And he cuts off Gwyneth Paltrow's head. So um, yeah. he wins in my book. Yeah, AJ, what do you think? <laughs> um, for me, I, I like that argument. But for me, and by the way, both of these guys weren't in a lot of the movie, right? <laughs> like, yeah, like that's small role. Kevin Spacey's character shows up, what, I don't know, just over halfway through, maybe mm-hmm. in the police station there where he reveals himself. He's obviously uh, revealing death. himself through his, through his handiwork. <laughs> he's obviously <laughs> revealing himself. He's obviously revealing himself through his murders and his handiwork, right? Right, right. But for me, Lecter is just more. Um, oh, he just terrifies me more because he eats people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He eats people. It. He another one that won an Oscar. So yeah. Uh, All right. So I got Lecter. Okay. So um, shit. Let me let me just say this. When I first looked at this bracket, I really thought this was a slam dunk for Lecter, but it's really not. Oh God. Um, I'm sorry, AJ. Who's you pick? He he he's he got picked Hannibal Lecter. Okay. All right. Let me. Shit. All right. You're right. Like for me, Lecter is a borderline good guy in the movie. When you think about it, right? He helps Clarice. He fucking kills that dude that says he can, st- <laughs> can smell her. Uh, yeah, from here. <laughs> God, I say oh, I, 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 word. I, I say that here. word so often, but for some reason, that felt so horrible. That's the, that's the guy that throws say. his jizz across the room. Yeah, <laughs> and like he kills that guy, and then he kills the the psychiatrist who totally fucking deserved it. Uh, God, dude, John he actually Doe. makes the guy that says I can smell your cunt. He makes him swallow his tongue just by yeah. 
whispering. Right. Talks him to death. But, that, oh. but that's yeah. he's terrifying because of that. Yeah. Yeah. So Very yes, true. he's not. I guess he's not the villain, quote unquote. But he's a villain he's in other villainous. flicks they did. Yeah. He's villainous. He's a villain. He's. He's villainous. He's, got, he's yeah, as bad the, as but, they come. But you got John Doe, who weaved one of the most brilliant strategies of any villain in any movie mm-hmm. ever. I mean, the lengths he went to carry out this specific fucked up way of killing all these people and then taunted the police. Oh, God. Oh, shit. All right. Um, you sound like Brad Pitt at the end of seven. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. What's in the box? Yeah, uh, what's in the oh, box? God. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what, guys? I'm sorry, but I'm going John Doe on this one. Woo! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am. Um, I had this. Marky, you sending it to overtime out. or what? Overtime, you, baby. Marky. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah, it's going to be wow. handled for me. Overtime number two. I don't, yeah. I don't need to beat it to death. Um, well, I Marky, just... Marky, Marky, hold Give on. Give us your thoughts. Quick. Time out real yeah. quick. Sure. I, I am very, very much on the fence here. Okay. Okay. So if your argument is compelling enough, I okay. will switch it. All right. Well, let okay. me let me talk it through a little bit. Okay. I th- I think that they are both brilliant, just you know, hi- hyper intelligent psychopaths, and you know, overeducated and detached from reality and have a screw loose, which makes them equally terrifying, but kind of like what AJ says, one of them prefers to eat people. So he can, he can navigate his way through society in a, in a higher echelon state. And then he drugs, subdues, eats their brains. Um, John Doe, when we see him, you know, the, uh, they come across his apartment, he's living in a shithole. They, they say that he comes from like money or they did they deduce that he comes from money and he's highly educated, but he's just kind of like living on the fringes of society. Mm-hmm. Um, Hannibal Lecter has been navigating the upper echelons of society for a long right. time. And he can, um, he can, he can navigate those like real life. Yeah. yeah. And that's and the he's, scary. Mm-hmm. That's the scarier part of him. And he's, he's also very global. He can go like, you know, the, one of, one of the films he's, uh, easily like integrated into like uh, French society or, or Italian. And he's just kind of like hanging out there as a, some sort of like art curator or something. Yeah. So more terrifying. Uh, right. in my mind. So I'll say this, actually, this is kind of an argument against myself, but <laughs> like at the end, right. John Doe wins by getting killed. Hannibal Lecter wins by escaping prison and ended up in a you know, like tropical area to eat somebody. So right, um, fuck. Maybe right. I, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, just they so you guys win. know, DP DP, stop stop worrying about it because uh, Marky, you swung me. It's Hannibal. Yeah, we're nice. gonna go Hannibal. Yeah, yeah. Good job, Marky. You know I, I nice. don't hate it. Thank you. I get yeah. it. They're both. It, I, I just like the emotionally detached part of Hannibal Lecter. It's just like. He can just do this stuff and just be cool with it. Like, yeah, yeah and right? I don't. And I, I think they're they're they are very similar. And I don't like to see John Doe go. I don't. I don't favor yeah. one heavily over the other. I just think that Hannibal's a hair above. Oof. That, like, that I was, think John, I think John Doe's character has a lot of anger. I don't think Hannibal Lecter's angry. I just think he likes to eat I, people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, He's well, just they both, crazy. I think they both view 
you know, uh, typical society a certain way. And that's why one yeah. of them chooses to eat people. And the other one chooses to murder them and like these, uh, and leave these big theatrical. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, absolutely. He stages all his you murders. Got, you right. Okay. You, you won. Okay. Yeah. You win. Oh, I, guess, I, I, I love talking it. about this stuff. Act, yeah, act, it's a tough act, one. Listen, act like you've been there before. All right. You won. All right. <laughs> oh, whoa, you got whoa. it. Whoa. 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 <laughs> all right. All right. Whoa. Okay. Uh, guys, whoa. I want. <laughs> oh. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> All right, guys, I want to move to the next matchup because in all honesty, uh, this is my favorite matchup of this round. It's um, mine too. And it's my favorite matchup because it was two massive <laughs> first round upsets. Marky, enough of the knife, please. Uh, oh, I've already gotten in trouble for it once. Um, too, I really too hate, low- I, I'd hate too, to have your mother-in-law write you up again. Okay. Two, um, two lower seats too. That yeah. One. I'm talking a 12 and a 13 massive upsets in the first round, taking each other on. I love this matchup so much. It is Buffalo bill uh, from silence of the lambs taking on Alex forest from fatal attraction. First, before we go any further, Marky, have you seen fatal attraction yet? No, I did you're not out. do my homework. <laughs> All right. You're out. Yeah. All right. Uh, AJ, I know you had a lot of strong feelings about this one. Talk about it. I do. Um, you know, guard, uh, Buffalo Bill is your not garden variety. You can't say that about him. Right? Like he, no, wear, no, he wears women's suits, but he's your serial killer. Like he's the right. serial killer. He's the, Did you say the guy that suits? Go, the, the suits he wears, the skin suits. Yeah. 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 Women's not, suits. not the way Michael Scott wears a woman's suit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking the same thing. Mysterious. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, <laughs> the skin suits and everything. So he's not your guard, right? But he's the serial killer. He's the psycho. I watched Fatal Attraction again the other day. It's free with Prime um, right now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was startled by just how um, how crazy Alex Forrest is. Yeah. And not just that, how relentless she was throughout the movie. I forgot some of the crazy shit she did, like pouring acid on on the on the roof of the car on the hood of the car and like just just the crazy shit besides the obvious like things that people know about boiling the bunny and and all that then she slits her wrists like just because he's got he's walking yeah. he's leaving the apartment. like she's just out of her skull oh she and is aj she and, is fu- and she shows up at the apartment like acting like posting like she's gonna rent wants to buy the place yeah she when is they're, when uh, they're moving out oh my god is she scary she's fucked so, six from, ways to the weekend like that girl has fucking problems <laughs> like. so for me for me i think it's alex forrest dp what do you think um god this is a tough one like I said, yeah, he, Buffalo Bill's great. The fucking tuck and goodbye horses <laughs> is just one of my favorite. It's iconic. It's iconic in movie history. Yeah, puts the lotion in the but, basket and all that. Yeah, uh, the amount of times I've heard Nicole say, "I won't be ignored, Dan." <laughs> it's gonna I'm not sway gonna be me. ignored, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> It's swaying me towards Alex Forrest. I text you that meme all the time. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going with Alex Forrest. I, Very okay. nice. I'm with you. All right, good. It, it, it is For the three people that have seen it, it is a clean sweep for me. I absolutely love Alex Forrest. Um, I would never tell her that to her face because she might cut my nuts <laughs> off. Uh, but uh, she's a great character, a great villain. Buffalo Bill's great. Yeah, I mean, DP to this day, we're, oh, she a great big fat person. We do that all the time. It's all right. Um, but, uh, oh, wow. Uh, for some of the reasons we talked about in other podcasts, he's really 
He's oh, the word. number two villain in the movie, and Alex Forrest is by far the one and only number one villain in Fatal Attraction. And she's a, and, she's a bad and, bitch. So and um, Glenn Close yeah. is topless a lot in that movie. Oh, she can get <laughs> it. She can absolutely get it. Again, there we go. Again, again, Hello. I wouldn't. Uh, you don't stick your dick in crazy. Someone should have told Michael Douglas <laughs> that before the movie. But he, you know, sometimes I would, I would probably do the same. To be honest, that's with you. the thing. But, she kind of hit it kind of well, though. Oh, yeah. She hit the crazy well. Yeah, she then, wanted to have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They, that's what they tell you. That they, they, it's, it's an age-old story. Let's be honest here. All right. So she takes she takes the daughter. She kidnaps the daughter basically at one point. AJ, too. Yeah, AJ, AJ, AJ listen. <laughs> she already won, AJ. AJ, this bitch is taking on Hannibal Lecter next round. You better get your arguments ready. If you want to All right. Here we go. The next I one. I give her a puncher's chance. Okay. So this is the number six, Annie Wilkes. Uh, Kathy Bates from Misery, taking on number three, Anton Chigurh, uh, Javier Bardem from No Country for Old Men. Uh, let me kick this one off. I, Marky, I did see No Country for Old Men. I just watched good. it uh, very, on Wednesday. Very good. Um, I'm not going to get good, into the movie. Good. It's it's not it, it's not appropriate to get too deep into the movie. Let me talk about Anton Chigurh. I would like he to talk is, to you about it later, though. We, we absolutely can. Yeah. Um, he's he's a he's a bad motherfucker. He is. He's scary. Um. I don't know. I didn't get the whole like Woody Harrelson was talking about him. He was kind of talking about him with some reverence at some point. Like I didn't see that. I didn't think the guy had a lot of honor. I just think he was a psychopathic killer who was, he was one of the more trigger happy villains I've ever seen in my fucking life. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you that. Um, my problem with him, and this is going to sound, I uh, guess you guys, you're going to be mad at me over this. I know it's just, it's good, but it's just how I'm feeling. So I want to talk about it. Okay. I couldn't get past his fucking haircut. All right. Here's the problem. That's, that's, like, that's the, like, no, you're not alone. Like I literally if that dude put a gun up to my head right before he killed me, I'd just be like, what's up with your hair, bro? Like I, I can't, <laughs> it's fucking like, it was, it's so ridiculous. Let me put a bullet in your brain. Yeah, he would. Absolutely. But I would like, I wouldn't even be scared. I'd be more confused about his fucking haircut than I would be scared. So um, he's a great villain. He's scary, but I think Annie Wilkes is the better villain. I'm going Annie. Sorry guys. Uh, DP, what do you think? I, I, for the first time, watched No Country for Old Men. Yeah, today. both of you guys hadn't seen it, I right? just watched it. And uh, like Tim and I talked about it a little bit, I do have some issues with the movie. However, Anton Chigurh is scary as fuck. Hmm. Like, right off the bat, when he, um, like, when he chokes out the deputy there. Yeah. And with the handcuffs, yeah, and like he has this look on his face, like he just fucking jizzed his pants because mm. he killed someone. Like that freaks you out right off the bat, and uh, it, it, he's just so goddamn scary. But the end of the movie bugs me. So, ah, <laughs> oh, god, this is tough. Um, he, gets, he gets cut off at the end. I mean, it's not yeah. really his character's fault, but. Yeah, so and that's my problem. It like the character was awesome, and I love Annie Wilkes, but goddamn, he Anton Chigurh is scary. I'm gonna go with Anton Chigurh. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, it, it was Marky, a tough call, but I already know who you're gonna go with in this, but I gotta ask you anyways. Anton Chigurh, Annie Wilkes. Yeah, you guessed it, uh, Anton Chigurh. Um, and you know, you're you're. Uh, hang up with a haircut you're in the same boat as everyone else that's seen that movie you're just a decade or and a half too late right (laughs) when that movie came out everyone was saying that like what the fuck is up with that 
penis top haircut but <laughs> it's it's he's so fucking terrifying that it doesn't matter you know i feel like that was a, a coen brothers intentional thing like we'll give him this stupid fucking haircut marky marky like, he, he has he, he has a fucking karen haircut all right uh-huh. how can he yeah. move on <laughs> to the sinister 16 he looks like karen so let me and uh let me kind of bolster this argument here by chopping down annie uh she is scary as hell and terrifying but at the same time, I feel like James Caan just. Uh... It's only because he was crippled the whole time. Yeah. If he wasn't crippled, there would be no she problem. She crippled him. She did. God, and I, I, I'm just. I just I, he I'm was getting, getting better, DP. I'm getting flashes <laughs> of the sledgehammer and the ankles and the it's wooden awful, blocks. Just yeah. And his little legs like snapping back and forth. <laughs> um but where Anton Chigurh just like slowly lumberingly just mows down and like has no problem cutting through so many different dudes. Um, and what you're talking about where Woody Harrelson like had uh, like held him in high regard or, you know, revered him. I don't know if he revered him, but I, he was just I calling think, him I, like a psychopathic killer. Yeah. Like but but, he, but he was, he was also saying like, Oh, he doesn't care about this. Or he doesn't care about that. His job is to go kill people. Like you can't, yeah. you can't appease him. For me, there was a little bit of reverence in it for me. But I, I think maybe, yeah, maybe, like, maybe I read yeah. it wrong. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's like oh, he is a psychopathic killer, and we'll stop at nothing. And that's kind of what the guy did. He just killed everybody in front of him to where like it, it, he didn't need to anymore, but he kept going and kept doing it anyways. Right. right. Um. And in that degree, he's kind of like a human Terminator and. That Anton wins for me. All right. All right. AJ, is this going to overtime or no? Also, just real quick, keep in mind, Anton Chigurh, the fucking silencer on the shotgun that made it like almost completely inaudible was so fake and ridiculous. Oh, you know, you know, there's uh, no silencer that can do that. As a firearm enthusiast, though, that uh, I'll tell you that there there was no such thing as a shotgun suppressor until after that movie came out. When that movie came out, people were like, well, that's fucking stupid. You can't put a suppressor on a shotgun. And then people were like, well, could you if you wanted to? And then like people found out, out how to do it. They, yeah. they figured out a way to do it. Yeah, there's a, wiki, there's a wiki page uh, you can look up about that, about suppressing a shotgun. Yeah. So you can buy them. They're real. But it, was, it wasn't like a thing until after that movie came out. But uh, AJ, important. Is this overtime or no? So I struggled with this one because there's a lot of similarities you know, they were both based on books, which I read, and then saw the films afterwards. So, the book to the the book to the film, they both both um, filmmakers did a great job of bringing those characters to life based on the source material. They really did. I mean, Shigur is terrifying in the books. He is absolutely terrifying, and then you and you see him on screen. And Javier Bardem brings him to life in such a way that's just as terrifying and the same thing with misery like annie wilkes is just absolutely scary as hell in the book and they and kathy bates does the same thing that harvey bardem did with that character um so this is a tough one for me but in the end we're going to overtime Whoa, all right well shit. then all right it's annie wilkes i just think yeah james Conn was getting better and then she slammed him with fucking Sledgehammer, like she re-crippled him to keep him there, 
and to psychotically make him write an ending to this book. Okay. Annie Wilkes. That's my AJ, AJ, before we actually send this to overtime, all right? I'm not going to change Marky's mind, but let me appeal to DP for one minute, okay? Okay. Real quick, all right? Again, um, the haircut. For just think about the haircut. <laughs> okay, just one. Just think about that for one second. Just start with the haircut, right? Okay. Okay. And then think about Annie Wilkes for a minute. She this actually is, had the same haircut. It's very true. It's very true. Both. Parents, yeah, but it, both but there was age. It was age and, and sex appropriate. Right. Exactly. <laughs> both Karen haircuts. But DP, this this is a woman who was. Absolutely obsessed, not with the not with the actual writer. He was she was obsessed with the characters in a fucking Fictional book series. Yes, right. Yes, right. And yeah, I get that. She just happens to come across the fucking guy who writes these books. And this wasn't about that she was in love with him or anything like that. This was about her fucking delusional mind and the right. fictional characters in a fucking book. And she took a motherfucking sledgehammer to this guy's legs over a fictional character and wanted him to change the story of yes. the, that fictional character dying because she could not live without that fictional character ever again. And she killed a fucking police officer to keep that alive so he okay. could bring that fucking person back. All right, I hear you. <laughs> I think the I, level I, of delivery. It's a good she, argument. I know. GP, she it's might be she might be the most delusional villain in the history of cinema. It's a good argument. She's um, delusional, but she's uh, not and imagine capable being in the as she she is just debilitating an author. Anton Chigurh is knocking yeah, out special so forces Viet, Vietnam vets. Marky, these, these villains they, are they, not Marky. These villains are not fighting each other. I think I've made that very clear. No, also, also, imagine he yourself causes being, more damage. Okay. okay, right, he does. But imagine yourself being the victim of Andy Wilkes, lying in that bed. Like, how terrifying must that be? Okay, and knowing what you know about her, what you learn about her, what you come to discover about her, and as that goes on, and you're lying there helpless. I mean, that's just terrifying. You know, and, Anton Chigurh is ah. going to come into your in your place of business and start flipping a coin and talking to you in cryptic. Sure, questions. but it's it's over in a second. <laughs> it's over in a second. He just starts shooting you. There's no time to be scared. Or he could like jerk off down your back <laughs> while he's strangling you with some, a pair of handcuffs. <laughs> did, did, did me and AJ do enough or no? Uh, you came close, but not quite enough. Fuck, you know what? Fuck. We're right, gonna need. Right. We're gonna need social media to hash this. Uh, all right, fine. So, fine. all right, we're, so we're we going overtime because yeah, Shakur is scary as fuck. We have one in each. One in each category so yeah. far. Yeah. yeah. However, we go to our final matchup in the realistic action, and we may have a problem, AJ, because uh, Marky or Dan, have you seen Sexy Beast yet? Once again, I did not do my homework and watch Sexy Beast. I. Okay. Yeah, I only watch No Country for Old Men. Okay, so AJ, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I love Don Logan. He's an amazing character. I just don't think he has enough juice as far as iconic goes to get past Hans Gruber. I just can't. Agreed. Because, Agreed. Uh, yeah. We can move on. Yeah, okay, yeah. Because that's the number two Hans <laughs> Gruber versus fast. Don Logan from Sexy Beast. Which again, Now, by the way, guys, I know you don't have to watch Sexy Beast now. But please do. I'll buy you uh, motherfuckers a voodoo well, gift card Sam, and send it to you. I, Sam Sam looked at my bracket and she saw that I had written down Sexy Beast and uh, Fatal Attraction down here. And she's like, oh, you yeah. haven't seen Sexy Beast? You need to check that out. It's a great one. 
Exactly. So please see it, guys. Very, very good so, um, yeah. But so Hans Gruber is the number two seed uh, against Don Logan, just so you guys at home. And, we, and I don't yeah. have to persuade anyone or anything, but Hans Gruber's character, as we all know, is one of the most iconic villains in movie history. Yeah. I yeah. mean, as, as much as I, I, ha- I, like I said, I love Don Logan, but he, he and he, Ben Kingsley is a fucking maniac in that movie. Shoot, he just, glass. 100%. He just doesn't Shoot have the juice. The glass. He doesn't have enough to get by Hans Gruber. So Hans he Gruber's does, great. He does not. Good. He does not. I, I couldn't imagine voting for anyone over Hans Gruber. Well, you so. know what? You can't see the movie next time that yeah, I asked you to see. I could have seen it 10 times. Oh, and I would vote for him. Yeah, I'm Gruber. your guy. Um, all right. No. So for next so, round in realistic hold, action. Yeah. Sorry, AJ. Can we stop for a second? I yeah. think if you guys have Hulu, Sexy Beast is available maybe on Hulu or it's maybe it's HBO. But anyway, so you guys can see, see it. Just see it. It's, it yeah, not only I'll is it his performance it. great, but it's a great movie too. You guys, you guys would like it. So, yeah, you, you remember, Ben remember, Kingsley for crying. Remember the guy from The Departed? It's like, oh, are you on your fucking period? Remember that guy? He's the lead yeah. in that movie. In Sex and Peace, he's great. Um, hmm. Anyways, so next round for realistic action, we have Hannibal Lecter versus Alex Forrest, and then we have Hans Gruber taking on whoever wins in overtime between Annie Wilkes and Anton Chigurh. Social media is going to uh, going to Tell the tell the yeah. story on that one. Social we... media gets to pick the loser. <laughs> All right, boys. So we are through half of this already tonight, which is good. We're, we're making good time here. So we should be able to get through the, the rest. We have eight more matchups to do. We are moving this now over to the biographical period pieces bracket. Um, I said this in the last uh, podcast that we did. This is definitely one of our more thinner brackets but it has some absolute heavy hitters coming out of it. So there's, there's some yeah. definite uh, potential winners in this bracket. And uh, so let, let's get into it. Let's talk about our first uh, matchup. Number one, Hans Landa, the uh, Chris Waltz from Inglorious Bastards, taking on Edwin Epps, uh, Michael Fassbender from 12 Years a Slave. Um, AJ, thoughts? Yeah. I got some thoughts. <laughs> I've got some things I want to say. You want to share them? Yeah. <laughs> this is a really tough one for me because I just recently watched 12 Years a Slave and I could talk to people for like hours about how amazing Michael Fassbender was as Edwin Epps. I mean, I just think he was so sadistic and just so troubled and fucked up and just everything and just a sad human being. And vicious, vicious yeah. to the point of nearly beating that girl to death. Like with the like, he just. Although Hans Landa and Quentin Tarantino are favorite filmmaker currently, I think Hans Landa is a great character. I think he's this and pretty vicious, and he's a Nazi through and through. You know, like. <laughs> But for me, I, I, my heart's going with Epps. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Upset-minded. My first. Yeah. I'm not. This is my first non-number one. I'm picking. All right. Well, let me let me let me even up the uh, let me even up the the votes here because Edwin Epps is a a bad, scary, scary motherfucker. We talked about him at length, like you said in that that pod, the Fastbender podcast. Um. But Hans Landa, I told you guys this last time we talked about him. For me, he's the most well-rounded villain 
in this entire bracket. He's a he's a psychopath, but he's also a fucking self-serving weasel. And uh, for me, that is what tips it for me. It's Hans Landa. Um, Marky, what do you think? Well, both of you guys um, had some great arguments there. You know, my my gut reaction was to go for Hans, but then after listening to AJ and having him uh, remind me about. I could talk longer, Marky. I could talk longer about this. <laughs> like... Well, I may need it. But, okay. you know, having um, AJ kind of remind me of uh, how much we hated to love Epps in our Fastbender episode and how he did such a good job of that character. Um, because at the end of the day, both those guys, in some of these characters and some of these villains, we talk about how they believe in what they're doing, right? And I think Absolutely. both these guys believe in what they're doing. Hans believes that the uh, Nazi Germany is the appropriate uh, ruling a way to rule people in the, in the way that they are going about and uh, with, with their genocide. And um, Edwin Epps, Michael Fassbender's character as this uh, American in the South slave owner, he believes that the white Christian man is doing the right thing with overseeing the slaves on his plantation. So they're both despicable evil people but hans is behind wholeheartedly this uh gas chamber genocidal regime and like uh tw just said on top of that he is also just a selfish piece of shit that is willing to step over his own party to get ahead you know total opportunist and yes yeah so sold him down the river yeah yeah hans landa wow dp is this going to overtime or no oh fuck no this shouldn't even be (laughs) close to overtime hans landa to me like i love edwin epps but hans landa like it was a fucking master class in fucking villainry he was amazing uh yeah this this isn't really close for me as much as I love Edwin Epps, Hans Landa was awesome. Like, yeah, that was, like I said, it was Christoph Waltz coming out party, and yeah. it's been celebrated ever since. So, yeah, right. Yeah. True. This isn't close. All right. There we go. Hans Landa moves on. AJ, compelling argument, though, honestly. Edwin Epps yeah. is a bad No, you, Yeah, you, you have yeah. me wavering. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So now this might be, th- there are two in this uh, tournament tonight. Boy. That are absolute heavyweight title tilts. All right. Yes. This is one of them. And I, if you guys are okay with it, I want to go last because. Yeah, this I is Tito no Ortiz and Chuck Liddell, right? Like, here. I am, yeah, I am, like, yeah, when they were in their prime, <laughs> right? Like, I, I am, like, I am, like, I'm leaning one way, but I'm, I'm not 100% sure. So, this is going to be the number five, Bill Cutting. Uh, Meet my knife out for this one. Yeah, for uh, uh, Daniel Day Lewis from Gangs of New York taking on Commodus, uh, Joaquin Phoenix from Gladiator. Um, DP, talk to me. All right, thanks. Good. I wanted to go first on this one. Um, I think Bill Cutting was a great villain, but I think Commodus was an amazing villain. Um, There was just something so, like, 
dirty and shitty about Joaquin Phoenix's performance and like his love of his sister that was just so creepy. And he just had this look in his eye the whole time that, you know, made you hate him. And that's what you want from a villain. You want to hate the villain. Mm-hmm. So for me, Commodus wins this matchup. All right. Uh, Marky, what do you think? Yeah, this is tough, man. Um, you know, now I, I, I have to keep reminding myself that these, these people were not fighting each other because mm-hmm. if they would, Bill Cutting oh. would mop oh, yes. the floor oh, be with pussy ass Commodus. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but he'd have to get through like a hundred guards before he could. So. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So zoom out and look at them just as their character. And so then I was thinking of uh, you know, Commodus, you know, is at the head of this uh, Roman Empire, but that's only because he's in the family, right? Like his father was Caesar before him, right? Um, right. And he he shits the throne, not not literally, but he does a piss poor job when while he is uh, given this uh this throne as caesar <laughs> he's used so it's yeah. exactly so it's not it, it's not like he whereas bill cutting um kind of rose to the ranks of this unofficial throne in the boroughs of new york and this this gang-centered area era mm-hmm. of new york um they're both just scheming dirty like literally backstabbing people they're they're very similar um, except Bill Cutting doesn't have like a sister to covet. So in that <laughs> regard, he's a little bit different, um, but he is killing his friend, stabbing him in the back. Commodus kills his own dad. Man, they're both just nasty fuckers. And overall, as far as like being the more cunning and more intelligent villain, I think I'm tough, man. Um, <laughs> Told you, heavyweight title fight. Yeah, yeah, this is a tough one. I think for me, like I want to go with Bill Cutting, but I think it leans towards Commodus, just barely. All right, I'm gonna go Commodus. All right, All right. Uh, AJ, what do you think? So, <clears throat> I agree with everything about Commodus, but the the difference between these two villains in my eyes is that Cutting got his hands dirtier more. Like he mm-hmm. he didn't he didn't have others doing his bidding. And he didn't use a poison knife or whatever. What was, did he, refresh my memory. A knife, in, a knife in the ribs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> for me, that's what it boils down to. I think Bill Cutting is a more villainous. He he, he um, sort of uh, embraces the villainy more just because he's so much more hands-on. Uh, he does stab people in the back. Communist does, all, all, they both do that, that thing. But you know what? Bill will also... Just, come right up to you and kill you just walk right up to you and i like that he does it you know up close and personal with the knife (laughs) he's not shooting people and like sniping people he's throwing butcher knives at you he's stabbing you he's slitting your throat like he's the more vicious out overtly vicious of the two characters so for me i i like bill cutting that's okay all right all right all right so this comes down to me Yes, gonna go I don't know. Right. Maybe not because I've got. Is it too late to uh, change my vote? It's not. Are you going? I wanted to my, my my well, original. Way, I wanted to go to with him. Bill. Sure. Let me hear what you guys say. Maybe because so, I'm yeah, on the. Yeah. I am very much on the fence right now. I think as far as um, 
the level of villainy in each movie. I think they're very, very similar. Uh, they both have a ton of screen time. They both do some really ratchet shit. Um, for me, the I, so I think their characteristics are, are pretty close, other than the fact that uh, Bill Cutting is definitely a more badass guy. Um, what, what I will say is where I think Commodus just absolutely runs away with it as far as, is as far as the level of sliminess. He is one of the slimiest villains in the history of cinema. And uh, that is a hallmark of being a villain is how fucking slimy you can be. And yeah, you know, add, add to, you know, the, what's it called when you want to fuck your sister fratricide um, or something like no, that. Fratricide is uh, killing a family you. member. Yeah. Incest is <laughs> when you want to fuck a family member. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well, he had fratricide too because he killed his dad. So um, that's he killed his dad. Listen, that's fratricide. Um, yeah, so he wanted he wanted to fuck his sister, and that adds to the level of slimy. Uh, yeah, I think that's called normal. I mean, <laughs> right. yeah, wait, what? what? Wait, who? What? Uh, Dude, you're getting a letter from HR. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, that's your sister, bro. Yeah. Um, a letter asking me to go on a date. <laughs> wait, wow, <laughs> this is <laughs> holy shit. Aster, Dude, we're Aster, gonna block your ears, baby girl. Uh, all right. Um, at the end of the day, I'm going with Commodus on this one. So I got yeah. uh, DP, me and DP, Commodus, AJ, Bill Cutting. Marky, are you changing? Oh, I'm mm. very disappointed by this outcome. <laughs> I'm going to change back to Bill Cutting because that's the one oh! I wanted. Okay. That, okay. After after hearing AJ say, say his piece on it, it you know, at, in my heart, I've wanted Bill. And I think... That, I think he should get it. Okay, so does anybody so, feel like they aside, could change someone else's mind? TW, aside well, I think from AJ changed, changed mine, but yeah. Talk to me. AJ. I already did, I think, right? So AJ, good. talk to me. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, sliminess is a hallmark of a great villain, but I think like um, just straight-up viciousness and striking fear into people is another great villainous quality, and that's what Bill Cutting does. I was scared his wife I was scared of him the entire movie. Maximus' wife and kid. Maximus' wife and kid were killed. Stilling fear. I think Commodus did that plenty. Right, but I mean, just... He ruled the the whole fucking out. Right, but his overall character is more of the the slimy, underhanded... He He also tries to be a politician that he wants the adoration of the public where uh bill cutting wants everyone to fear he wants people to fear him right but 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 right maybe that's is fucking delusional and he has clear mental like a clear a number of clear psychological disorders yes uh i think bill cutting is just fucking nuts and he's vicious and he and he's not afraid to take people on face to face either right 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 right. but like i said they're not fighting each other aj so no no no. i'm saying like in the movie he was not he had no problem like going in the middle of the street like let's get it on as a knives and i'll fucking kill you as yeah my my mind hasn't changed so this this, this shit's going overtime all right right. another one all right all right all right right. i mean that's all right yeah, our third by better. All right, so um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so here we go. This is a this is an interesting one. I feel like this one's a little underwhelming. I'm not going to lie to you guys. 
I looked at it too, and I was like, I don't even care who wins this. Yeah. Well, I don't know they're why gonna the, they're going to get their ass kicks around. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So oh, this is I number. I totally disagree. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. I, I, I want my mind to be changed. It's number six, Ward Norton from Shawshank Redemption taking on Tommy DeVito from Goodfellas. A little too highly ranked, I think, Tommy DeVito. But I think the Tommy, I think the, Tommy DeVito, like go get your shoe your shoe shine box, Tommy yeah. DeVito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So let me kick this off. Um, I told you guys this last week. My problem with Tommy DeVito, and yeah, he definitely should be a three seed. I, I wish we had maybe dialed that back. And by we, I mean me. And um, <laughs> Warden Norton, because my problem with Tommy DeVito is he's 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 kind he's kind of the good guy. Like I didn't want anything bad to happen to Tommy. You know, he was a fucking psychotic piece of shit who fucked them over at the end by accident. But like, yeah, no, he just go get your fucking shine box. Yeah, in, like a, he, in a mob movie, is it really a good guy? Like, no, no, no. But um, if we're just talking devious level of just how devious someone is, that and I think that's that's what's pushing this one for me. I'm going with Warden Norton. Uh, Marky, what do you think? Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. Um, Warden Norton is just, you know, his the way he runs that prison is just so fucking despicable, and the way he's so cool about it. Yeah, it's it's just very it's disturbing. So well, it's it's a power hunger thing. Like he's just he's power hungry. Yeah, um, but yeah, and I don't really see Tommy DeVito as that much of a bad guy. I mean, he is a bad guy to everyone around him. And the people that he exploits, but um, Ward Norton's the, the 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 bigger villain for me. Wow! So it's two nothing. Uh, DP, you want to put this one out of its misery because I know where you're going with this. Oh yeah, Ward Norton by far. <laughs> by far I, oh, wow! Some clear cutting. He, wow. he is severely underranked, and actually, for me, he could win this whole bracket. Whoa! I, I Whoa. think Ward Norton is one of the best villains in movie history. Yeah, it's it's my favorite movie. So I mean, um, and he is such a bastard in it, and yeah. like you know, he, you know, Andy gets raped constantly, but they aren't even the people that you hate the most. You know, know? like Ward <laughs> Norton it. is so fucking hateable. It, yeah, he crushes Tommy DeVito. Wow, AJ, what? Any any final thoughts before we move on? Yeah, my pick would have been uh, Warden Norton as well. Wow, so it's a it's, blowout. It's a blowout so, uh, in the second and round. And I agree with GP that he was a bit underranked. I don't agree that he could win this bracket, but I do agree that he's severely underranked. I don't think it was all that close two weeks ago against Sergeant Hartman. Um, and it's not that I'm either. I just, and, and, and it's well known that Goodfellas and Shawshank are two of my favorite movies. And, um, Norton's just a real piece of shit. And he offs one of his own prisoners just to keep one of his own other prisoners in jail. Like right. just to, I mean, it's just that one act. Besides all the other shit he does, that one act, I mean, it's just I, I can't even and it was, believe it. Like, it's really easy yeah. for him too. Oh yeah, he, yeah, he had no fuck. problem yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He didn't give up, he didn't give a rat's ass. You watch yeah. that scene, he just he just wanted to make sure that he got the story right before he had him killed. Yeah. He was like, so that's it, right? Yeah, that's exactly, that's what you're saying, right? All right, cool. Yeah. Kill him. All right, so, so that's, a, that's an actual blowout. 
uh, Ward Norton wins this thing. First, I think that's one of our first yeah. big time blowouts. Like yeah. besides the obvious ones. Yeah. So let's do our final matchup of this bracket. Um, it's going to be uh, Amon Goth, um, played by Ray Fines in um, Schindler's List, taking on Calvin Candy, Leonardo DiCaprio from Django Unchained. Um, I want to start with Marky, and, and, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, when I listened to the two weeks ago podcast back, Amon Goth took on Magua uh, in, uh, in, the, in the first round, and I know uh, Last of the Mohicans is a, very, a movie that's very near and dear to you. And I think that's why you kind of took a little bit of a shit on among Goth, uh, because he is a ridiculously psychotic and scary villain. Um, I'll, I'll, what do you think about this matchup? Let me let you talk. Go ahead, uh, Calvin. Yeah, Andy, you know, Amon and Goth. I was I was uh, re-listen- or listening to that episode too that you're talking about of our own podcast and that conversation that we were having between Mag- Magua. And um, I'm on goth. And I think the reason why I'm not going for Rafe Fine's SS officer's character is because I don't really remember it as much. I've definitely seen the movie and I remember scenes and I remember moments of him being like a, a nasty person, but like, it doesn't, it sounds bad, but like, it didn't leave like a lasting impression to me. Like, I don't remember that much of the character. Mm. So these, these other characters I remember a lot more of, um, you know, Calvin Candy is Leonardo DiCaprio's Calvin Candy. Holy fuck. That, that guy had so much depth, but also super simple. And you knew exactly what he was about. So, and again, I think my argument still stands what it was for against among goth and that he is just an SS officer and a, uh, you know, um, a, a Nazi death camp. And he's just doing his job as bleak as, and plain as and simple as that sounds. You have to admit, you have to admit he ratchets up like what that job is. I mean, he, do, I mean, do you guys remember the scene where like he, he's in that factory and that guy's not, you know, producing enough and they take him outside and he keeps trying to fucking shoot the guy, but the guns keep jamming. He tries two different guns and he looks like he's going to like start crying because he wants to kill this guy so badly. And the guns are, are malfunctioning on him. That scene is so fucking scary and insane that, yeah, he's doing his job, but he takes it to another level. Fair enough. So, and, it, so it has get, been a very long time since I've seen it. And so, there's, there's, there's a scene like there's a scene like you know, crazy where they're just shooting indiscriminately shooting. <laughs> yes, yeah, a fucking lunatic. But uh, Marky, so at the end of the day, are you going with Calvin Candy? I am. Yes. Okay, uh, AJ. Ooh, I wish you hadn't gone to me next because I want to, I want to hear this play out. You want to hear some Do, more? You want you want DP to take this one yeah, next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hear it play out a little bit because I'm on the fence. DP, what do you think? Okay, so like Calvin Candy, yeah, is you know very loud and boisterous and fucking scary. But there's something to me scarier about just how cold 
and ruthless Amon Goth is. Like and GP, GP, could their personalities be any different? Oh yeah, they, they could right? not be. Like the opposite ends, yeah. and I guess it kind of just comes down to what you find scarier. Right. And yeah. for me, it's that like cold, dead. Such a great point. Yeah. Person yeah. that I find scarier than the guy banging on the table and screaming. So right for me, it's Goth. All right, so AJ, let me let, let me let me chime in. Um, uh, I I absolutely you. Everyone loves Leo. He's such a fucking animal. He, he's so good, and um, Calvin Candy's great. There were a lot of reasons we talked about um, a couple of weeks ago when we talked about this, and, and I fought for him last week. Yeah, I mean, ago. not for nothing, but if if he for some reason wins this thing, that means he took out Amon Goth and Idi Amin. <laughs> That's fucked up. Right. But um, for me. I agree so much with what DP said. There is something about compelling argument. That, yeah. In the, I think there are people that sign up for certain jobs because uh, one of the things you can do in those jobs is kill someone. Yes. And that, that is, that was his, that was, that was what he wanted to do. He truthfully enjoyed killing Jews and it was, and, and he's a real guy and Ray finds is just so fucking crazy. And that, like I said, I can't stop thinking about that scene when his gun's malfunctioning and, and he literally looks like he's going to solve so upset. He's so upset that he can't kill this fucking guy because <laughs> he was trying to make a point that he wasn't being productive enough and he couldn't kill this guy in yeah. front of everybody. It was so scary for me. It's a Goth. So AJ, what do you think? Sure. I, I totally agree with, with the, the DP argument or, or the comparison where it's like, you know, you have to, some villains that are just cold and I think that's sometimes scarier, you know, the, than than the banging on the table. Although I think Calvin Candy isn't uh, banging on the table the yeah, whole time. He's not he all like, That's the thing. But he goes yeah. zero to sixty and like just like that. And it's so well done. And the the scene. I know we're both we're all thinking about that 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 uh, that dinner scene there. Yeah. yeah when Mark, he snaps out Mark, and then need, cuts himself and they keep filming. Yeah. And, Marky, do you need to throw that. something in here? But, yeah. I I wanted to to kind of add to that before we uh, totally forget about Calvin Candy. Remember the scene where uh, you first see him at the Mandango fight. And then right after that, they're traveling with him and they come across that runaway slave and they let the dogs on him. And Calvin Candy walks up to Django and he's like, so you don't care if I let him lose, lose the dogs on him. And he's looking at him like, huh? Like plan his day. He's like, all right, let the dogs loose. Like, and just keeps eye contact with Django. Yeah. Super fucking creepy as this yeah. man's getting ripped apart yeah. by dogs. He he's a, yeah. he's a great villain. I mean, he made it to the second round for for a reason. But I just, I just, so I think I think just the stakes are too high in in uh, for Ray Fines. But it's up to you, AJ. I know, I know. And this is tough for me because, like I said, two weeks ago, I fought my ass off for Calvin Candy. I think. You know, and and I made some of the same same arguments, but uh, Marquis' addition that scene that he's talking about, uh, and is, his pastime uh, is harrowing. His pastime is spending money to train guys no, sport. to it's beat sport. each yeah, other yeah. to death. So, and we're he's Ralph definitely Fiennes. sadistic, and but I have yeah. to say, there is another scene in Schindler's List that's just as harrowing, and I think. I think they're sitting like the the they have the they're at the balcony of like I don't know what it is some estate somewhere it's in like a house yeah and they're sitting up there just watching this the the Jews 
you know, labor. And he just starts pick like pulled out his rifle and starts picking them off. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, he I just up. think to TW's point, he signed up for that job to Jews mm-hmm. and he has no qualms about doing it. He feels nothing about it other than he wants to do it. Like, he's righteous. He's righteous. Yeah, about right. Right. Yeah. He's righteous about it. He doesn't, it's, it's like they're not even humans. They're just, mm-hmm. they need to die. Like that's, <laughs> So I have to go with Amon Goth as much as I love Calvin Candy. I love him. One of my favorite characters. I just think I just think you guys swayed me as I was listening. That's why I want to go last. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. It's, it's a tough call, but yeah. I'm not going to fight too hard for three Calvin to one Candy. We'll ever have. They're, yeah, they're, those are very very, both his arguments, you know, I, I'm not upset about losing calvin yeah and mark to be fair to be fair now that we've had this a couple weeks to talk about this Mm. candy maybe should have had a higher seed Um, possibly so he just ran he won in an upset last week right yeah so in a different part of the bracket like we we can second guess all we want but you know i think i think you know this is what we do this for yeah so uh the biographical period pieces is done um, in the next round, it's going to be uh, Hans Landa versus whoever social media decides is the winner between Bill Cutting and Commodus. Yeah, uh, wow. and then then we have um, Warden Norton taking on Amon Goth. Oh, uh, that's that's another that's a that's another banger. That's a banger. So, um, if you guys are ready, if you want to just move into comedy, ready? Yeah, Let's hit it, boys. So uh, the comedy, we, we got the comedy bracket next. I'm I'm really I'm gonna be really honest with you guys. I'm 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 nervous about this first matchup. I really am. <laughs> I really am, and it's because of DP. Um, because it's the number one seed, Shooter McGavin, who's a friend of the podcast, by the way. I don't know if you guys know that or not. Um, taking on the number. Does eight, he know that? He, he does. He said happy birthday to me, AJ. You were there. So it's a uh, number one, Shooter McGavin, taking on number eight, Prince Humperdinck, uh, from uh, uh, Princess Bride. So, DP, get it out of the way. Go ahead. G- give me All the right. upset. Uh, Prince Humperdinck is the gr- uh, an amazing villain. Humperdinck. In the greatest movie ever made. Mm-hmm. Her Shooter McGavin's a friend of the podcast. My vote goes to Shooter <laughs> McGavin, baby. Humperdinck. Humperdinck. Hey, doesn't Humperdinck, Humperdinck check off that box, TW, for you? Then? That slimy... He's, oh, yeah, he, he does, does, but he, he's never called into the podcast. Yeah, but yeah, but so does Shooter McGavin. He's a slimy uh, prick, too. He buys Happy Gilmore's grandma's house and then <laughs> threatens to burn it down and piss on the ashes. He's yeah. a fucking asshole. But he does it right to his face. Oh, yeah. He's a yeah. cunt. Like, he, he's just such an asshole. Um, so let me let me go ahead and, and echo it. And DP, and not just because he's a friend of the podcast, I genuinely think not only is he's Shooter the McGavin, better villain, too. the better villain, I yeah. think he has a chance to win this whole fucking thing. Um, so I, I'm going Shooter McGavin. That, that's too zip. Marky, what do you think? Um, I, you know, I, I had to interrupt DP and say Humperdinck because I felt like a, a twitch in the back of my throat when he's <laughs> just when he said the name. I just heard Humperdinck, Humperdinck, Humperdinck in the back of my head. It's going to, Shooter McGavin is going to win for me, but I just can't help. But like, it's almost like an OCD thing. I have to say that name multiple times once I hear it out loud once. Um, But now you guys said everything that needs to be said about that. You know, Shooter McGavin, just a better villain. I mean, we're talking about comedy and he he still is just like a huge asshole, but a fun guy (laughs) to see. 
Uh, so that is a wrap, AJ. Are you going to make it unanimous? Yeah, but I'll say here's a free lesson. All right. So the next matchup, I told you guys there were two this matchups tonight one. that were hmm. heavyweight title fights. This is the second one. This is the number five, White Goodman, uh, Ben Stiller from Dodgeball, taking on uh, the number four, Dr. Evil, Mike Myers from Austin Powers. Um, I truthfully do not know on this one, so I want to let this play out a little bit. Mark, do you have any thoughts on this one? <laughs> um, White Goodman, Dr. Evil. Both very fun. Um, that's a little bit tough, right? Um, and I feel like I, I could be easily swayed on this one too. So I want to go with White Goodman just because I feel like uh, he's the more, dare I say, entertaining bad guy, villain, comedy villain to me. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. okay. Um, that's a, that's a know, big statement. Well, I wow. love Doc, I love Mike Myers, Doctor Evil, but uh, you know Ben Stiller's White Goodman, Globo Jim, oh, fucking, yeah. and like that was the Purple Cobras or something yeah, like that. Exactly, fucking hilarious. Yeah, they're awesome. All right, so so one for White Goodman, DP. What do you think? I I've actually been thinking about this a lot today. And <laughs> um, really, what it comes down to is like, you know, White Goodman's the bigger dick, and he's more of an <laughs> asshole. But Dr. Evil is way more fun to watch, you know? Okay. So, like, as far as entertainment value goes, to me, the better villain is Dr. Evil. Mm. And, you know, like, it just, it, it depends on what you, you know, favor more. And for me, it's the entertainment value. So, Dr. Evil gets it. Um. All right. AJ that sounded like my argument, except I went with uh, White Goodman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. From a pure like evil standpoint, I think White's a little more overtly, like not overtly, because Doctor Evil's overtly evil. His name is Doctor Evil. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're both overtly <laughs> evil. Pretty just overt. Think they're di- they're different. They're evil, overtly different. Yeah. evil in a different way. Yeah. So White's more like uh, underhanded sort of thing. Dr. Evil's like right out in your face that I'm evil and his plans are one million dollars. One hundred million dollars. What, what is uh, White Goodman? He gets the girl fired so they can go on a date. Yeah. 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 <laughs> gets her fired, said she was drinking and whatever on the job <laughs> and then gets her fired so that he could sleep with her. Mm-hmm. And then and then forms up his own you know, dodgeball team just to stop the other their teams from winning. <laughs> but for me, I agree with DP. I think it's entertainment value. I think Dr. Evil, A, is the more iconic villain. B, he's the more quotable villain. And this is comedy. So those those factor in a lot, right? Yeah. Like shoot, like shooter McGavin, super quotable. I think White's quotable, but Dr. Evil is just more quotable. And he's just more, um, and he took over basically the lead character almost in these films. Like, right? It's called Austin Powers, and then but people yeah. went to see the movies after the first one for Doctor Evil. Yeah, like went originally to see Austin Powers, and they came back for Doctor Evil. 
So for I me, it's Dr. Evil. More. So for me, it's Dr. Evil. Wow, AJ, I was I was really, really tight on this one. Was kind of leaning towards White Goodman, but that that's a really, really good point about Dr. Evil. Um oh shit. Okay. Um if, if you're having a hard time about it, I'll let you know that I'm 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 uh I'm feeling about flipping. Yeah, and I'm leaning Whoa. towards Dr. Evil. I think with all of that said and combined, Dr. Evil wins this one. He's moving on to the next round. All right. That, that's Woo. basically the, you know, the matchup to decide who is going to get castrated by Shooter McGavin. <laughs> next round, but that's great. It's amazing. So, uh, all right, Good let's move on. All right, let's move on. We got the next matchup. Oh, I can't the, wait for this one. It's going to be fun. Just 20 minutes is, of Andy this talking. This is one of my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. A, yeah. I think this is one of my favorite matchups. Actually, for me, Honestly, it's not that close, but it's it's still fun conversation. Yeah, this is uh, the number eleven Pat Healy, uh, Matt Dillon from the Southern about Mary, who upset Dark Helmet in the first round, taking on uh, Big Earn McCracken, Bill Murray from Kingpin. AJ, let's just get it out of the way. Talk. Well, you know I love Pat Healy. Mm. I do, and I watched I watched this something about Mary routinely, like at least you know once every couple months, just because. I need to. I need to get Pat Healy in my life. But, <laughs> oh, by the way, both films made by the Farrelly brothers, mm-hmm. uh, Kingpin and There's Something About Mary. So that's, that's is that our first? Mm-hmm. Two movies by the same director or writer-director? It might be. I, I think so. But for me, Bill Murray's turn is Big Earn. He's my... I know he's the number three seat, but we we're all like talking shooter has got this, you know, he's going right to the final four, but I think big urn is my dark horse to possibly knock shooter off. I think big urn takes this one. I just think he's, he's the more evil character, Pat Healy. He's just, yeah, he's underhanded, but he, there's something about Mary. (laughs) Everybody acts crazy when it comes to Mary. There's something about Mary. Mm. But Big Earn, all for the glory of winning the, the ter- bowling tournament. AJ, Man. let me let, let me just ask you one question real quick. Have you ever been to, uh, well, let me see, Santiago, Chile? Twice last year. <laughs> Which building's yours? Are you familiar with the soccer stadium? Did you build the, the Stadio Olimpico? <laughs> No, just down the street, the Salinto Caliente Towers. <laughs> Such a one of my favorite fucking exchanges in any <laughs> any movie. But I'm sorry, I just wanted to do that because we did that the other day. Um, so are you, you're you're going with Big Earn? I have to vote for Big Earn. I think he's just he's got the more classic villain arc. I think you know, and I love that about him. Okay, and I think he's the more just straight up, overtly underhanded tactics like sugar in the gas tank and yeah and, and drive driving off on driving off on, on roy munson so yeah. that he gets his his hand taken yeah. and that just, bowler is you is roy, you, roy. <laughs> oh man uh aj let me piggyback real quick yeah I, I i love obviously i love pat healy and i love that he won around in this tournament because he's a very underrated villain so i like that he, he got into uh, the next round. I know the Booker man was uh, our biggest fan was very upset about dark helmet losing that one, but I thought it was absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought that, that one. was, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. 
but so I'm happy he won, but I just don't think he's in the same league as Big Iron. Big Iron is such a fucking asshole. And, uh, and he's remember even in the tournament early on when Roy beats him and like he just like. He does that thing where he grabs all the stuff and he like, like rudely brushes by everybody. Yeah, the Odor Eaters Championship. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's pissed. So, um, yeah, he, it's Big Iron for me, Marky. What do you think? Big Iron all day. Mm. Love that guy. Excellent movie. Excellent villain. You know, he he pops up in the beginning of the movie, and he's like sprinkled like a little bit in the in the middle, and then he's at the end. Yeah. And so, and to me, that's like a, it's almost like this perfect villain to where you immediately hate him in the first act you're you're reminded why you hate him in the in the in the middle and at the <laughs> yeah. end he's there for like the final battle you know you're so, so right i never right, even right, thought about right, it right, right, so right. right but yeah um, and he right, and he bill murray up. just does it so fucking well yeah D- so uh, so dp is this unanimous uh well not exactly so uh like big urns moving on so in that case, I am going to go ahead and, and in honor of the Booker man, I'm casting my vote for Dark Helmet. Oh. <laughs> okay, that right, will so appease Dark him. Helmet gets one vote. That will appease him. All right, that's good. All right. So uh, Dark Helmet is not eligible for a vote. Sorry, yeah. Booker he man. He got one anyways. Yeah. So. All right, boys. We have one matchup left, uh, and we are finishing the round of 32. I'm proud of us. We we really we really really battled through this. Uh, avoided a couple of overtimes. We do have a few, uh, but we have to do this last matchup now in the comedy section. And it is going to be the number seven, Bill Lumberg, played by Gary Cole uh, in Office Space, taking on Biff Tannen uh, from Back to the Future. I, I don't, I don't, anybody know who plays Biff Tannen? I okay. Do. Biff Tannen's a bad motherfucker, but I don't know the actor. <laughs> he never did anything besides that, but he is great. Um, AJ, talk to me about this matchup. Yeah, I um, for me, I, I know who I think the winner is. I just wanted to say, like, Biff Tannen's probably the only character here that doesn't, like, really make me laugh. He's just a bad, he's just like an asshole. Oh, come on. When he fucks up all those, all those, uh, you know, why don't you just uh, make like a tree and get out of here? That shit's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah but it's more the pe- how he people fucks up respond. the proverbs. Yeah, it's more yeah. how people respond to him that's funny, right? Uh, versus right. him being funny. But he's certainly uh, a great and uh, in an iconic movie, one of my favorite, not necessarily all the sequels, but the first one is one of my favorite yeah. uh, action comedies, whatever you want to call it. Um, out there, especially nostalgia worthy, right? Um, and I, I love Bill Lumberg and I love Office Space so much. But I just think, in the grand scheme of things, Biff's just a better true villain. I agree. So but, for me, but, it's uh, Biff. If anybody, I, I think if anybody's going to argue this point, I think it might deep be DP. Um, DP, what do you think? Yeah, like I do, I do love Lumberg, but. Yeah, Biff Lumberg Tannen. fucked her. <laughs> hell, no. hell, Lumberg, uh, Lumberg <laughs> fucked her. <laughs> uh, 
but for me, yeah, yeah, again, it's Bill Lumberg again. <laughs> okay, but real, real quick, the fucking the villain of that movie could be that fucking blonde kid. Right? I'm gonna show oh, him my own so like five oh, minutes oh. of screen time. <laughs> he's such a cut. Yeah. I hate that guy. Yeah. All right, TP. Uh, I'm sorry. But yeah, now Biff Tannen, and I. He, Biff Tannen does have a bit of an unfair advantage because of the whole time travel aspect. Right. You get to see Absolutely. his entire arc of being a teenager to being an old man. Well, the first time you meet him, he's, he's you know, the adult Biff. Yeah. Bully, bully. And, you know. Right. Yeah. And then you see young Biff. And then in part two, you see old Biff. So, yeah, Biff. And he's so fucking great all the way through. Even when he's not actually Biff. In part three, when he's like Buford or whatever, oh, in the right, old West. right, right, yeah, and it's, it's Tom Wilson is the actor's name. Like he plays the that actor, but it's not Biff anymore. But even as that, you know, Buford, he was fucking great. Yeah, Biff Tannen wins this. Yeah, let 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 me, let me wrap it before Marky uh, talks on this. I, I, Bill Lombard's fucking great, and there were some yeah. really great points we made in the last. Um, badness madness when we were talking about this he is he is that like everyday boring ass job villain motherfucker you try to avoid like the plague <laughs> absolutely yeah. um, but to AJ's point Biff Tannen is fucking iconic he is like, like when you talk about like comedy movie villain for anybody who was born you know well, well uh, Marky loves Biff Tannen. So anybody, anybody yeah. well, no, seen and, that and movie? Quite, and quite born honestly, after nineteen seventy. Yeah. No, I mean, honestly, the thing is, I, I mean, think... he. If this was just a a um, an eighties villain comedy tournament, he might win. Like he's that, oh, yeah. like that iconic. Right, and so. I think he deserves a two seed. Like I think he's he's seated yeah. accurately. Fuck yeah! Um, Very so, accurately seated. Yeah, it's Biff Tannen for me, and that's a win. Marky, do you want to throw anything out there about this matchup? Yeah, I mean, I don't have uh, the same, you know, this to me, the, I don't feel like the same kind of uh, nostalgia or have the same kind of attachment to Biff like you guys do. And it almost kind of feels the same as with the Amon Goth. Like, it wasn't as memorable of a character for me. I don't know why. But uh, Bill Lumberg for me is terrifying as the a uh, cubicle work boss where you're trying to get out at like Friday at 5 p.m. for 4 30 and yeah. you know he asked you to come in at uh, right. on a Saturday like yeah, yeah that, that's, that's coming on Sunday that's when he's hilarious. trying to like shut down his computer <laughs> oh, so good yeah. yeah and that everyone's that been me, through that yeah. yeah um and then like AJ started to quote the scene where he's hearing all the voicemails where Bill Lumberg leaves like 10 voicemails like yeah yeah it's Bill yeah, yeah. hi it's Bill it's 10 a.m. Uh, supposed to be here at nine yeah. <laughs> finally you know it's a reg starting at the regular time he starts every message he starts every message with yeah hi yeah, yeah I just stepped hi. away for a minute to know if you called yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah hi uh, Bill Lumberg again so so Mark uh, are you are you going Lumberg in this matchup yeah Lumberg he- Hell, Actually, Lumberg, you know, Lumberg, <laughs> Lumberg does deserve a vote. Yeah, he's no, great. he's great. He's you not know. better than Biff, but he deserves a vote. And D- so DP, 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 Lumberg fucked her, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. That fucking blonde, spiky-haired country. I hate, I hate that, that guy. guy. He's got the, oh, he's he's the sunglasses. The, 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 the mental on. image he has of Lumberg holding the coffee mug, <laughs> <Yeah>. banging her. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, Peter. Yes. Um, so that concludes the uh-huh. um, the first. Uh, I'm sorry. The, the the round of 32. Round two. Look, look at these absolute heavyweight fucking wow. tilts in the no overtime next round. Shooter McGavin versus Doctor Evil and Bigger and McCracken versus Biff Tannen. Oh man, oh, I holy love that boy. shit! Holy boy, Santa Claus oh, shit! Boy. That one. We're into the be... we're into the shitty sixteen. Is that whatever what we landed on? We're calling it. Is that yeah. what we landed on? <laughs> yeah, a bunch of cunts. A bunch of cunts. Sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> just just rolls off the tongue. Bunch of cunts. Sixteen. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna write that down. Actually, just like, <laughs> bunch of cunts. Here we go. Yeah. Let's not let's not uh, let's not blow our load here. Like we need to, we need something for the eight and the four and like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll take a picture of that. And put it on Instagram. Bunch of cunts. Sixteen. I just wrote it down. All right. So, uh, guys, this is wild. Do you, you want to do? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you want to do one more recap of uh, what the the, the bunch of yeah? Cunt I think that's appropriate. Sweet the 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 the, the bunch of cunts. 16. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, let's go through all the matchups one more time. All right. Uh, so for Throwing the bunch of a reminder. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we got in the uh, sci-fi fantasy, it's going to be Darth Vader versus a Xenomorph. Marky yeah, is yeah, going yeah. to be like borderline suicidal over that one. So um, <laughs> then we have uh, the Ledger Joker. We're still waiting uh, for the over how, how overtime is going to pan out between Thanos yes, and Agent so. Smith. If you're listening, check our Facebook page. Uh, yeah. or I'm going to start uh, tonight, by the way. Sorry, yeah, we're going to get some traction on this voting. And yeah. our yeah, start, Instagram start, page. And start vote. as soon as possible. Because we got a few of them. Yeah. So um, then we have uh, Hannibal Lecter. Uh, this is into the realistic action uh, bracket. Hannibal Lecter versus Alex Forrest. Ooh, uh, on paper. On paper, it looks like there's a clear favorite but we need we need to really examine this one because that bitch is crazy all right, right. So, um and then we have hans gruber who is who is waiting awaiting his matchup for the next round which is uh, going into overtime between annie wilkes and anton chigurh uh, come on go, annie go to our our social media and vote yeah so uh we come will uh biographical period pieces we have amon goth versus uh warden norton Oh, great and one. Hans Landa is going to be waiting for either Bill Cutting or Commodus. And then, like I said, in comedy, Let's go build the boat. We have Shooter McGavin versus Dr. Evil and Big Earn McCracken versus Biff Tannen. Those are going to be some wow. battles next round. Those so, are some amazing yeah. matchups. Yeah, this is going to be. Oh, my God. Well, just think about when we get down to eight. I mean, that's going to be insane. I think so. yeah. Big Earn's a, a stud in that matchup, I think. I'm loving yeah. Big Earn. Mm-hmm. I just want to say Not something to give real anything quick, too, though. Loving Big Earn. That uh, Annie Wilkes is uh, she, she just she just is unassuming and killed uh, two people that just thought that she was like a a, a, a weak right, lady. She murdered people. I forgot about that. Mm. <laughs> just two, just barely. Yeah. Just because they didn't they didn't think that she would hurt them. Or Anton Chigurh is uh, killing everybody in town in front of them. I just want to just want to say that. Just want to yeah. You can, my keep, piece. you can keep you can keep saying it. Yeah. All right, all right. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. Hold on, hold on. All right. My biggest issue with Anton Chigurh is his haircut. I've made that fucking clear. Oh my god. It's up to our touring fans. You know what? The fans the fans will decide. All right, all right, all right. We're gonna leave it up to them. Like I said, we're at Movie Council Pod on Twitter and Instagram. 
Come check it out. We'll have some polls up. You guys, are, can, are we oh, going to do polls everywhere? Or are we just going to do polls in one place? Yeah, well, they'll be places. on our social media. I think we should try to get as no. much. In, but like I said, if you guys, I, I do, I do usually, um, I usually get a little bit of traction on my uh, my personal Facebook. It's usually I put up a political meme and people go ballistic. So people <laughs> do at least. I do it just to troll people, but uh, I, people do listen. Uh, do, do Rolling sun. So uh, if you guys, like I said, if you want me to put it up on my Facebook, um, yeah, do it. Yeah. If not, I can ask people specifically. I have uh, some some people who love the podcast who I can just ask. I don't trust your if you're going out there filling out your own polling. I don't necessarily trust your. Uh... Well, I'll put it on Facebook and I'll tag you in the post. You'll be able to see it. So, um, so we, we have we have some some work to do to get through these these three OT matchups, uh, which we will uh, let you guys know. Hopefully next week. Hopefully we'll have enough in- information to be able to come back and say that we have them. If not, we'll have an extra week to to work on it. Okay. Um, and can sure I we, also? We gotta, uh, make, we gotta make sure we count all those votes in Pennsylvania, right, DP? <laughs> so, um, and can oh I- shit. Can, can I also say if uh, if anybody has any feedback on these upcoming matchups in the next round, uh, you can send us an email where moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or like I said, hit us up when you vote for uh, these matchups on social media at moviecouncilpod. Perfect. All right. So uh, so next week, we'll take a break from Badness Badness like we've been doing, which I love. DP, it's on you next week. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some uh, top five lists. I love it. We were talking we, about it last night. I love yeah. it. Talk a little more. So uh, I'll let you guys know off mic. But uh, yeah, tune in next week. We're going to have some uh, top five lists. It's going to be fun. So the idea is some categories that we all just literally rank our top five, what we think, and then yeah. talk. Okay. Yeah. So it. It, right. it'll be a good time. All right, so um, DP, that's on you next week. Let us know this weekend. We'll get working on it. Uh, we have our, you know, uh, 13 out of our 16 bunch of cunts for next round. Yes, sir. Um, social media will take care of the rest. Absolutely. So uh, we will ask our fans to help us with this because we're going to need it. And uh, anybody anybody want to talk about anything before we any, – anybody get like a cathartic thing they need to get off their chest or um, – uh, anything at all you want to talk about? I mean, I, so, talked, yeah. about, I talked about pornography uh, to start the podcast. Do you <laughs> guys have anything? No, just uh, I hope um, everyone had a great Thanksgiving. I know uh, we did, and I hope all our listeners had a, a had a good time this Thanksgiving. And yeah, our our fans in Brussels, we love you. Apparently, Brussels yes. loves us. Yeah, Mark. Did oh, you and know and I'd be remiss. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention our, our entire Spotify listenership is female so yeah yeah did Randomly, you know that too Marky? every person yeah. that listens to us on spotify is a female 100 <laughs> percent. they must love that's the word cunt that, that's it <laughs> it's a european thing let's be honest yeah. but uh so they're uh, they're from brussels and they're female yeah we for, for some reason brussels uh loves us our demographic yeah we got a bunch of listeners in brussels so we love you guys Spanish. please keep listening if you guys want to send please send us an email or Please uh, follow our Twitter or Instagram. This podcast to... is it. This podcast is international. Yeah, we yeah. would love to. I seriously, I we, we always lie about the China shit, which I just think is funny. The Brussels Wait, shit lying. is real. Brussels, Brussels is legit. For some reason, these bitches in Brussels love us. And uh, uh, if you ever want to send us an email or you want to come on the podcast, or you want to do anything, we are open to absolutely. Anything. We it's, we still it have not up. had any guests. Well, we had one minor guest spot. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. For, oh wait, Shooter McGavin. Yeah, Shooter right. McGavin. Yeah. Yeah. Bookerman. Right. But if anybody uh, wants to like TW, say be on the podcast. I've right. got. A, we would definitely entertain that. Yeah. My my buddy is still very much interested in coming on. We just need yeah. to find the right time for it. him. Yeah. I hey, listen. We would love his top five list if he's interested. So yeah, if he wants to do week, top five with us next week, would uh, be a great time to do it. So, uh, DP, let us know this weekend. Uh, Brussels, do. we fucking love you. England, too. England <laughs> yeah, loves UK. us. I, I don't know why. Uh, I, I get, it's, it's crazy. They love to me. the word cunt. Yeah, that, that is very true. <laughs> um, I mean, just Hunt look is at, trending. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if we're big in Australia cunt. then, too. We, we, we got to throw out like more dog cunt and then we'll yeah. be big in Australia. Yeah. yeah. There's a little New Zealand based on our Taika episode, I think. But uh, outside of that, uh, anybody who listens to this podcast, we love you guys. We love that uh, yeah. you'll sit you here and listening. listen to us for, for an hour and a half, two hours every week uh, because this is our favorite thing to do. So the fact that you guys uh, will, will, will uh, actually listen and, and support us is, is amazing. And please yeah. send us a message. Send us an email. Please. Let's talk. Right Let's, we want to know yeah, you guys. We have like we seriously have like these like like a thousand listens for people we don't know make yeah. yourself known we will talk to you we, we we love it we we are open to all our all our followers and you know what we'll read your Big we'll time. read your message on the air too fuck the, yeah we will podcast too on the air sorry. yeah yeah on the podcast yeah flood us we'll read, we'll read them that, all and that yeah. includes booker man we will read another yeah. booker man we'll booker read more man of yours if you, if you <laughs> want to keep sending them in please yeah, do absolutely send some so, more uh, ghostbusters 2 references yeah. we'll yeah. do or, we'll do a yeah. community we'll do a whole community email session section if you want to send us yes if you want to send us emails we'll read them right on the podcast yeah so you know uh, it'd be fun if we got like enough uh listener mail and we just were able to dedicate like a full episode just to like reading and answering that would be be so awesome i'd love that that. but like because like i said it means email us with questions about movies we'll answer them on the i mean that's that would be amazing because like I said, it, it means so much to us that you guys will actually listen to us. Um, right. Even if you're just Absolutely. like passing the time, driving to work, or you're just hanging out at your place, whatever it is. Thank you so much for that. It's crazy. I'm not saying we have a billion listeners, but the fact that like some people are listening really is, uh, it's humbling. Kind we love amazing. that. So it's really, it's really great. So please it. keep listening, reach out to us. We love it all. And uh, uh, before we uh, call it a night, you guys good? Everybody happy? Yeah, man. Good about that. Very happy. Happy Thanksgiving to all our listeners. Um, yep. and uh, happy holiday season. We will uh we'll be back in a week and we're gonna call it a night. So uh love you guys and uh I, I just want to say good night, but that just now seems weird. Yeah, yeah, good night. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. uh honestly, uh good night to all our listeners. It's been a fun podcast. We'll see you uh, well you'll hear from us in a week. Good night. All right, good night, night night. Love you, Mom. Just just rolls off the tongue. Budget <laughs> count 16. The movie council is adjourned.